This week, we learn the Heimlich from Choking Victim. Stay tuned. Welcome to On the Upbeat. I'm Matt. Hey, I'm RJ Phoenix. Your second favorite host of your very favorite podcast. We all know Gary's number one. That's true. That's wait. So wait, I'm third. Somebody's uh, got to get the bronze, Matt. Uh, I guess. I mean, <laughs> I guess. But it's like it's it, it's really shitty when there's only three, right? It's one thing when there's hundreds and you get third. Like you can, I feel like you should still Matt, be able to Matt, be proud. Take take the win. Take the win. There was a vote. <laughs> We both voted for Gary, and then it was a coin flip for us. Come on, don't, don't, don't question the method. <laughs> All right. Well, we do have a an exciting episode for you this week. Uh, we have Jordan and Nick from the band. Oh my gosh, my brain noise complaints. <laughs> my brain literally, I could feel it as I was finishing the sentence. I was like, brain fart. Why is my brain not getting and I and I panicked before I needed to because I probably would have gotten it too. All right, yes, from Noise Complaint, Jordan and Nick, welcome to the show. Yay! Yay! Hello, thanks for having us. Hi. Uh, we are excited to talk uh, because I've been to a bunch of shows with you guys in the last year and thought, well, why haven't we had them on? Uh, why are we so lame? And um, oh, I can tell you why we're so lame, man. Because I forget things in the middle of a sentence. Yes. That's, that's <laughs> oh, that's right. not why. Oh, okay. And it goes for both of us. I'm not <laughs> singling you out. Um, usually I'm better. Usually I, I'm able to catch myself. Um, but uh, all right, uh, Jordan and Nick, uh, how are things? How are how was your weekend? How are things going for you all? Uh, pretty good. I started playing Dark Souls Remastered, so I. Uh... I've been obsessively going through that game and texting Nick about it as I go through it. <laughs> I've been coaching Jordan in Dark Souls games <laughs> the past like two years now. I don't know. How long have you been playing Souls likes now? Uh, since Sekiro. So that was like, what, 2019? Yeah. Jordan discovered masochism over the pandemic. <laughs> <laughs> uh, are, are you both big gamers? You both play a lot of games? Yes. Wait, yeah. hold on. Maybe you can see behind me. There's a, there's. Oh, uh, yeah. Now I can. Yes, <laughs> yes, yes. Um, do either one of you uh, go on Twitch? Are you- uh, I don't. I don't do that stuff. I'm too nervous. <laughs> I did for like a minute over the pandemic because I got really good at Smash for a bit, and um, I I just. I don't like it. <laughs> it's it's so much more fun when you're playing in private because when you lose, it's just like whatever, you know, but when right, you lose right. on Twitch, everyone saw. Uh, yeah. No. I don't want to perform for a crowd. I don't have to. Like <laughs> when I'm playing games, that's my time to be shut in. I don't want to yeah. <laughs> have the pressure of other people judging me. Yeah, definitely trying to unwind more than perform. Ah, makes sense. Makes sense. Does it, so that's obviously a different feeling like when you're playing shows and stuff like that. Like there you kind of feel like, okay, I, I want to do this. I don't mind being in front of people and, you know, performing. So yeah, definitely trying to get tightly wound and perform. 
<laughs> yeah, I've always like seen video games as like a meditative thing. Like when I want to shut out the world, it's kind of like the thing I do. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to read more, but I always go back to video games. It's like I have a bunch of books on my shelf and it's like I could read those or I could finish Dark Souls. And I usually pick Dark Souls. Yeah. Because with video games, there's no like contemplating or interpretation. There's no trying to. I feel like in reading, there's a little bit more you're trying to retain information. Not necessarily, obviously, memorize anything, but you're just trying to. It's a way of engaging to say whether or not you enjoyed it. But like I play video games, like I just like smashing buttons. Um, that's that's my extent of video games. But uh, yeah, I definitely get the I just want to tune out the world aspect. Um, all right, RJ, how's life? How are things going for you? Great. Now I feel bad I didn't play any video games over the weekend. Oh, I didn't play any this weekend. But yeah. I, I mean, this has been perfect. I mean, I've been playing Stray, which I love because you're a kitty cat and you're helping out robots and it is freaking amazing. But I was a little too busy this weekend. So uh, unfortunately, I didn't I didn't get to enjoy enjoy any video gaming. Uh, just uh, kind of laid back uh, as much as possible with all the work I had to do. Um, yeah. Yeah. No, nothing crazy. Absolutely yeah. boring. We, oh, oh, I watched, I finished watching uh, Nathan Fielder's The Rehearsal on HBO. Oh, is that, is yeah. that good? I haven't. <laughs> it's amazing. That show is awesome. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that I love that show. Yeah, I was, oh, I was so glad that it got picked up for a second season. I just have no idea what he's going to do just because of the nature of what the show already is. So, oh, yes, it's it's like a hundred percent my kind of brand of comedy that i like to in, enjoy and watch i was i was dying laughing at points the final shot just had me and my wife in stitches uh it is it is great it's such a fun show awesome yeah the whole like fake bar he builds is incredible <laughs> <laughs> it's not that he just builds that it's fact that he ships it all the way across the country again later <laughs> oh it's so genius so what, wait what's the name of the show again the rehearsal. It's on HBO Max. What's the? Ba- can you give the basic? No, premise? no. <laughs> it wouldn't make sense. <laughs> it would be you so surface. It. You would just be like, it would be the whole episode explaining it. Yeah, oh, wow. yeah, and that's and just explaining the first episode, not how it unravels and spirals from there for the rest of the season. All right, what streaming platform is it on? Because I think it HBO be- Max. Okay, I actually just canceled you, that. You but, will hate it. But I, you, you're sure I'll hate it. I don't know. Maybe. Okay. Uh, I mean, it's not the only comedian I've actually grown to hate of like a show, and he's not even that popular anymore. Was Tom Green? Um, I found. Tom oh, Green. I've come around. Tom Green's hilarious. I, I when he was on Celebrity Big Brother, I was just like, why did I ever stop <laughs> liking this guy? He's freaking amazing. Yeah, I guess I just got over the sort of in-your-face annoying people, you know endlessly but he's also the king of repetitive jokes and that is a matt vest staple that is i guess i just i guess i know when it ends i get i don't know maybe i just maybe i it's hard for me to watch someone go through it if i'm not the one torturing <laughs> oh uh, that sounds like something you should talk about with your therapist matt probably probably <laughs> uh, that's probably absolutely true of <laughs> so what have you been up to buddy um, well, it was my, uh, birthday this weekend, so... Oh, yeah! Happy birthday, Matt! Thanks! Happy birthday, Matt! Thank Happy you. Happy birthday. Thank you. Um, it's, um, so, for the most part, I guess it was low-key, but, like, 
Um, we, you know, uh, the kids gave me some presents. So I got a Lando Calrissian um, action figure and from my kids. And one of my kids got me um, Michael Jackson's Thriller on vinyl. And it was like a special edition. So it came with like a one of those slip mats. Okay. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. So that was kind of special. So, uh, yeah. And then we went out. Um, Megan and I went out to dinner. And then we went out to the Ska Show uh, to see Half Past Two and... Aquabats. We didn't actually end up sitting, sticking around for the Aquabats. Unfortunately, my wife wasn't feeling a hundred percent. Oh, so poor Megan. So we. Yeah, uh, I was gonna ask how you enjoyed the Aquabats. Now I, I know that uh, I, I think we mentioned this last week. Uh, oddly enough, the guy who is not so much in the comedy bands is the one that's the bigger Aquabats fan yes. of the three of us between you, me, and Gary. Uh, so I was gonna see how did you enjoy the Aquabats, and it turns out. Eh, you skipped it. <laughs> well, the thing I've seen the Aquabats before. They played a festival um, before the pandemic, like 2019. I so I saw them out there, and like I said, they're fine, and and I get it. I just uh, something just it just is never latched with me to be a. Maybe it's because you didn't get into them in the 90s. That's probably it. And I've never seen an episode of the show. Like, Oh, the, I hate the show. Okay. <laughs> it does. Yeah. I've seen bits and pieces like of it. It seems like the show is geared directly more towards kids. Oh, it definitely is. Like There was there, there was this childlikeness thing with uh, the Aquabats for a while. And then they went into more of a childish thing. And then there was heavily marketed towards children. So there's a like steep drop off for me Yeah. Uh, in terms of me engaging with their art. Um, but I still buy the the new albums when they come out because yeah. uh, they're good guys. Yeah, they they have good songs, and yeah, mm-hmm. I, but yeah, it's just it's one of those things just never clicked with me, you know. And a lot of people are like, really? Because like I'm super into Weird Al and all that stuff, and so they just figured that would make total sense, but it just never did. Um, and then yeah, and then of course I watched uh, the Super Bowl. Uh, yesterday and uh, and then today the kids had off because technically around here it's a holiday. Uh, it's one of the presidents. Oh, birthday. what oh, was it? Presidents or was it Cesar Chavez Day? Uh, is yeah. it a president's birthday? Well, I don't know. Yeah, according. To I didn't the, have the day off. It wasn't a federal holiday. <laughs> I had been. Yeah, office. definitely. I think next week might be the federal holiday. So I don't know. Anyway, uh, so we went down to the park and we took the dog. And the, we call this park the airplane park um, because it has a big airplane at on it. And uh, I got a I got the, the dog to get up on the airplane. The airplane's fairly close to the ground, like it like it has no wheels. It's just on the ground, and so and so yeah, that was I got I got tattled on because I guess there was not supposed to be dogs like in the actual playground, so like some official person came out and told me, oh, we can't have the dog on the playground. <laughs> but you can go 10 feet over there where it's not officially the playground, and it's fine. So, I don't know. Whatever. And uh, so, yeah, let's get into some ska news. Rude girls and rude boys, too. Grab that brightness and listen to what we're telling you. Yes, Ska News, where we tell you about the latest releases in the Ska community, 
So, first up, we have a new song from Orange County's own Bite Me Bambi. Uh, They released a new video and a new song called Let Me Love You. You can find the video on their YouTube page. And uh, we're going to listen to a clip of the new song that is streaming everywhere now. The song is called Let Me Love You. That's the new song from Bite Me Bambi called Let Me Love You. It's streaming everywhere now. And uh, the music video is pretty funny, too, so you can check that out on their YouTube page. All right, RJ, you have some ska news. Why don't you tell me about it? Heck, yeah, we do. Uh, A fan, friend and fan of the show, I hope he's a fan, Uh, Andy B. of Andy B. in the World put out a brand new song with the uh, bands Rochambeau and very, very close friend, and fan of the show, uh, Common Sense Kid. The name of the song is called Apathetic, uh, and I really, really like it. They sent it to me uh, a couple weeks ago, asking me, you know, what I thought of it, and I told him it was awesome and it was going to be on the show. <laughs> uh, so I'm not going to be a liar, and it's awesome. Let's listen to it. And the song uh, gets crazier even as it goes on. So I feel like we absolutely only gave you like a taste of, oh, yeah. of the song. So, yeah, yeah, definitely it's check good. out the full song. Yeah, isn't it? <laughs> I have one of the Rochambeau songs saved on my Spotify. They're from UK, right? Yeah, yes. all three of those artists are UK artists. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Uh, RJ, uh, you have some more Sky News for us, don't you? Uh, yeah, uh, the Big Browns out of uh, Mexico have released a new version of a uh, song they've covered before. Uh, the name of the song is Don't Look Back at Anger, but only this time they had Margarita Nemcheco from the Montreal Ska Jazz Ensemble singing lead on it. So uh, let's hear that song. Mm-hmm. 
That's a good. It's uh, a good cover right there. Damn straight, you love all things nineties. I thought I'd throw you a bone with a little Oasis cover for you, buddy. That's true. I listened to a, I listened to a podcast that like is dying for Oasis to get back together, but I don't think it's gonna happen. <laughs> Meh. I, I was always a Blur guy. Yeah. No, I get it. All right. So that's uh, ska news. Uh, so, Jordan, Nick, um. The first How, what's a noise complaint? How's noise complaint doing? What's going on, boys? <laughs> what's Let's a, talk about your band. <laughs> what's a noise complaint? I think I think you know what a noise complaint is. Matt, let the guest answer. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, seriously, boys. Uh, guys, sorry. Thanks for being on the show. It's noise boys. Noise boys. <laughs> <laughs> I the best guests ever, right away. <laughs> yep. yep. All right. Uh, so we always ask uh, first time guests. How did you get into ska music? What uh, What is your ska origin story? Nick, why don't you go first? How did you get into ska music? Um, I got into ska music mostly through my brother, actually. And I didn't know that ska music was a genre of music or anything because I was like a dumb child. <laughs> um, I just know that like he had a real big fish CD and he had an Aquabat CD. And I liked those a lot. And I would listen to Fury of like constantly because children's music that's really like peppy and fast really resonates with an adhd child (laughs) and like yeah i don't know i just loved it and like i still love the aquabats and i loved the show last weekend that you didn't stick around for Uh, (laughs) it wasn't personal my wife wasn't feeling good ouch (laughs) oh no i when you said that i took it personally (laughs) okay i'll I'll tell her um I did. I actually. So this is the one thing about that show that I was really surprised at. That floor, the like main floor, was packed even for the opening band. Now yes. that amazed me. Now the opening band, I wouldn't consider a ska band. They're more like a new wavy, devo, B fifty two style. Who are they? Matt, Matt, let's say the name of the band. Oh yeah, Shock Therapy. And uh, so the the floor was packed. I mean, people were ready to see the Aquabats. So it was even it was uh, interesting to watch both opening bands like kind of win over the crowd at you know at times. So it was kind of it was a good thing to catch and see. Um, but yes, I'll yell at my wife and say, "How dare you be sick and not feel on like my that. birthday how, at an Aquabat show?" How dare the you? other opener was chill too, whoever they were. Oh, that other uh, opening band? Yeah, yeah. I don't I don't remember. Half, half past, past four <laughs> or something? I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've never heard whatever, of it. Whatever. Whatever. No, yeah, they were awesome. I, I actually loved Half Past Two set. That was like the yeah. coolest Half Past Two set I've ever seen. And every time I see Half Past Two, I'm like, you guys just get cooler. <laughs> yeah, they definitely used the stage. Uh, it was just, I mean, it's always great to see a ska band on a stage that can fit them, especially, you know, when they've got, you know, nine piece band, eight piece band, like <laughs> disagree. cramming saw, a big ska band on a small stage always looks awesome. <laughs> I saw what I believed to be, well, it was my first, I don't know if it was the first in history, but I saw a half past two posse jump and I was really into it. No way. Yeah. Their basses like flew across the stage. Like he took oh, flight. Yeah. That was pretty sick. It's pretty sick. I don't, I don't know their basis name, but yeah, they they literally like took flight. They went around the room a couple of times, just flying around. Yeah. It was amazing. That yeah, that's uh, that's Mark. He's great. 
And, um, all right, Jordan, how did you get into ska music? Was it at an Aquabat show? No, I actually didn't get into the Aquabats until I was an adult. Oh. Um, I <laughs> I had the cool uncle that, like, got me into cool music. And uh, I think I've told the story before, but I was putting together my MySpace page at the time. And I was, like, <laughs> in, like, seventh grade or something. And I was trying to figure out, like, songs to put on my uh, on my page. And my uncle was like, oh, you should check out Operation Ivy. And I was like, what's that? Like, I don't know what that is. And so he showed me sound system and then I was just instantly hooked and I downloaded that whole record. And I remember the summer, like that summer, I listened to it every single day, like religiously. And uh, it was just a downhill spiral from there, man. (laughs) Awesome. Can you tell I like them? He's never recovered. (laughs) I've never recovered. (laughs) Yeah. That was a cool tattoo. That's awesome. I love the 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 story of the cool uncle or the t- cool older cousin that's just like, here, check this out. And like, bam, it just changes everything. All right. Uh, so how did um, Noise Complaint get their start? Uh, Nick, do you want to tell the story? Do we want to tell the rock band version? The rock band version, of yes. course. <laughs> okay. So the first time I met Jordan formally, it's very possible we may have interacted a few times because we have a very we're we're from chino and chino's not a big town so if we went to the same high school and we didn't even know it um (laughs) but the first time i formally met jordan was at a friend's party and they wanted me to bring rock band because i had all the instruments and all the dlc and everything and i guess the idea of the party was we were all going to break off into our own little like bands so to speak Mm. and jordan ended up in in mine so, um, like the very first song we were picking when we were going through it, cause we were just going for like high scores between each band. Right. Um, I don't remember if it was you or me, but someone was like, we should do boss tones. And I was like, <laughs> whoever it was, I was like, Whoa, someone's actually down to do boss tones. So we did like, where'd you go? And then like, we didn't interact very much until then. Or until or until after or after that. And then again, same friend, different party. I think I was wearing a real big fish shirt, and you might have been wearing a leftover crack shirt. I'm not sure. I probably was. <laughs> yeah. And then we started talking about ska again. And I was like, aren't you the guy from the last party? <laughs> and um, oh, here's a really fun the third time I interacted with Jordan was at a secret big D in the kids' table show. And we were both starting bands and I was like, yeah, I'm starting this band. It's like kind of a shoegazy, like harsh noise sort of thing. And um, he was like, yeah, I'm starting a band called noise complaint. And I was like, Oh, like a ska band. And he was like, yeah. And I was like, like named after the big D song. And he's like, who's big D. (laughs) (laughs) I remember that show that he's talking about. I had like, just like, I like just got into that band and I had to leave early and I couldn't see their set because it was my curfew. And I had to return my dad's car Mm. back home. Oh, wow. 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 That's funny, though. That's so, amazing. That's 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 a good meeting. So when did you take this? Uh, so obviously you were trying to get this going, Jordan, this this ska band named Noise Complaint. Um, how far along were you before you told Nick at the Secret Big D show and Nick decided to join? And what was the process of you joining Nick? So I started playing music when I was 14. So I was like 2009. Um, I'm like a little kid compared to everybody else in the band. Uh, so a baby. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, in 2009, I was starting to play music and I knew I wanted to do a Scott Punk band because I was super into Op Ivy, like I said, and I was getting really into Choking Victim and like Streetlight Manifesto. And I didn't really have any friends, so I was just kind of working on stuff on my own. I didn't have any friends in music. Um, and so I'm trying to think. So I ended up switching high schools to a performing arts high school. And that's when I started to meet more like music people. And I had some friends that, that like kind of dropped in and dropped out of the band. And then I think it was around 2010 or 2011 when that big D show was, that's when I started talking to Nick. Um, it was definitely Nick, like 2011, but Nick didn't actually join the band for like three more years after that, because we oh. had a, another drummer and, uh, yeah. So, uh, that dude eventually left, and then um, one of our mutual friends suggested Nick because I needed somebody. I didn't know who to ask, and it was like, "Oh, that dude from that party who had the Scott shirt." Yeah, okay, I'll, I'll hit him up. <laughs> and yeah, I mean, here we are now. What eight years later? <laughs> so a real big fish cover band, and our big D cover band, actually. <laughs> so if noise complaint wasn't, you know, from big the big D song. Where, how did you come up with the name Noise Complaint? My friend Dahlia actually coined, or like picked the name because she was the first person to play bass, technically. We never actually had a band practice, but mm. we were walking around our neighborhood trying to figure out like names for our cool new band. And she was like, how about Noise Complaint? I was like, yeah, that sounds sick. Never heard of Big D in the kids table at that point, but I was like, <laughs> yeah, that sounds cool. No one's ever picked a Noise Complaint for a band name ever. This is perfect. <laughs> <laughs> I also just learned that Dahlia was the first bassist of Noise Complaint. I've known her since kindergarten. <laughs> Technically. Chino is a very small town. It sounds like it sounds like yeah. a small town I grew up in. Everyone knows everyone. Yeah. Yeah. So what were those uh, early Noise Complaint shows like? So we started playing shows in 2011, and we were based out of Pomona. So we did a lot of backyard shows in the Pomona area, and they were fun, man. Like, it was a really good time, really fond memories, like kind of like, you know, getting our, our legs, so to speak. Um, we played just like local punk bands. Uh, it was really cool because nobody cared that we were a ska punk band. We were just all happy to play shows together. Yeah. And um, we did that for a couple of years. We did the, that basically up until Nick joined the band. And then we started to do kind of a little bit bigger shows from there. Oh. So Nick, you made them popular. Good job. Yeah, yep. They don't call me Nicky Noise for nothing. <laughs> Nick is like, that's it with the backyard shows. We need to be playing in the back of VFW halls and pizza places from now <laughs> yeah. on. We need to take oh. that next step. Yeah, no, the pizza places. Um, so we're gonna listen to a song uh, from you all. Um, I, you know, you said pick any song. Uh, you know, off your most recent album. So I, I was like, uh, let's pick uh, Maladjusted. So we're going to listen to Maladjusted. Uh, what can you tell us about this track? Uh, so this was the last song that we wrote for the split with the Upfucks. And this song I wrote while I was working my last job. It was a corporate job. And I was miserable. And I had to get on antidepressants because of that job. And so I wrote mm -hmm. this song, like, <laughs> when I was in the middle of that. All right. So, uh... We're going to listen to Maladjusted by Noise Complaint, and then we'll come back and chat some more.
Awesome. Yay. Love it. That was great. Jones. That was great. Thank you for allowing us to share that song. That was a lot of fun. And what went like into getting that song created, like lyric wise or musically, you said it was the last one you wrote. Um, and it, it came from uh, that job. So I guess you, you, you've you explained the lyrically part. Oh, what went into the actual music for it? Um, so because I knew that it was going to be the last song in the track listing for that split, I wanted it to be like a real anthemic, uh, like slower intro that kind of rounded out all the songs that were faster. And I think musically, like at least for the guitar parts, I could say I was really um, influenced by the Bruce Lee band. I think I accidentally took that chord progression from trying and stuttering. I think if you listen to those two songs back to back, it's a little similar. Yeah, I don't think you're wrong. <laughs> now that I'm going through it in my head. I don't think you're wrong that you're a thief, but okay. <laughs> incriminating, my, incriminating myself. It wasn't on purpose. Yeah. It's yeah. a different key. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> but yeah, Nick, I don't know if you want to say anything about like the drums or the recording process. Honestly, I can't remember what went into the drums on that one. I, I kind of drum sort of like I, I go full caveman brain when I play drums. I'm just hitting things sometimes. <laughs> So I didn't know I wanted to do double kicks. I can tell you that much because, uh, mm. like, if I can do them, I'm gonna do them. You know, right, right. And how did that uh, little piano outro? Like, where did that come from? It's actually illegal to make a crack rock steady album without a piano outro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like a lot of the like crack rock steady bands that we like, uh, a lot of them have like piano parts because it's kind of influenced by classical music to a certain extent. So I always wanted to do one and we almost did one on the last album we did, but 
he scrapped it last minute, um, but this one made it in. So I did that on my little keyboard in my room. Awesome. No, that's very nice. Very cool. So how did uh, the split album with the Upfucks come together? How did, you know, your, your West Coast, their East Coast, how did that union happen? Kind of two things, I guess, right? It was a little bit Brent and a little bit Mike. Yeah, I think what happened first was Brent asked us if we wanted to submit a track for the Shape of Scott Punk to come volume two comp that came out. Mm-hmm. And I was already kind of working on that song, Playgrats. I had like a demo version of it. And so we just kind of finished it. <clears throat> and then once we submitted it, Mike liked it. And he was like, yo, this is cool. We should do something else. And we were like, oh, shit. So uh, we talked to him and he was like, yeah, I think y'all would be perfect with uh, the Upfucks. And I actually knew Kyle from the Upfucks before because he used to play guitar in Choking Victim when they did their tour in 2017. So that's how I met him. So we were kind of friends for a little bit, like through the internet already through that. And then, so when he suggested the upfucks, it was perfect. It was like, yeah, let's do it. Did you guys, did you all hear, you know, their tracks beforehand or anything like that? You know, was there any sort of like file sharing? So you guys kind of, you know, knew what was going to be on the other side of that album or was it just all surprise when the album came out? We were totally flying blind. So they could have actually been, they could have been a shitty band for all you knew. <laughs> well, I already was I was a fan of them because I had their EP they did before that right. on my phone. Right. Um, but actually that job I was telling you about, I remember I think Kyle sent me the tracks they recorded, so I listened to them on my lunch break and I was like, dude, their songs are so much better than ours. This sucks. <laughs> there yeah, there, there's also Man, that side of it too, yeah. <laughs> now we gotta bring it. Ah, <laughs> Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> okay, I better steal this song from <laughs> Bruce Lee. Allegedly, allegedly, allegedly stole. You're right. You're right. Allegedly, uh, it's okay to steal from a bigger band. You steal from a smaller band, you're doing something wrong. You know, it's like it's like oh, you yeah. can steal from Walmart. No one cares, but like. You steal Are from you, like a mom and pop. You're kind of a bastard, you know? Yeah. Are you saying yeah. Bruce Lee band is the Walmart of ska bands? Because I yes. don't agree with that. No, I don't agree with that. <laughs> no, I, I don't just agree with that at all. <laughs> I'm being controversial on purpose. Okay, they're the Ralphs of ska bands. No, nah, they're like they're, <laughs> they're like, like Sprouts or like Whole Foods. Yeah, right? Whole Foods. Like, okay, okay. At yeah, least yeah, you yeah. can sound kind of cool, you know? You're like, yeah, I got it at Whole Foods. <laughs> you're like twenty dollars. <laughs> When I could have paid 10 anywhere else. <laughs> uh, yes. I don't think they're a grocery store. If Mike Park is listening to this, you're not a grocery store, bro. I mean that. If okay. Mike Park is listening to this, I'd be shocked and delighted. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and please come on our show. And uh, all right. So uh, what overall, aside from, you know, this LP and stuff, um, how, what is the writing process you know, like for the band, is it just whoever wants to bring a song to the table, bring the song to the table? Do you ever all just sit in one room and figure some stuff out or how does it usually go for you all? So usually I write the songs on my laptop and my, on my interface. I actually do demos in GarageBand, so I don't use anything fancy. Um, and then I'll send the other guys the demos and then listen to it. And then we'll get together and kind of iron it out and like, They'll add in some stuff and we'll just kind of like put the package together like that. Awesome. Awesome. And Nick, that's okay with you that he writes all the music and you have no say. Is that okay? No, I got to write one song. He let me once. 
I didn't Aww. let you. I didn't let you. No, actually, Nick wrote <laughs> "Suburban Warfare," which is the song we did a video for. That was right. all Nick. Oh, awesome, awesome! You wrote the hit. Yeah. Good job, Nick. <laughs> yep, one and done. I'm out. <laughs> Every time Nick Nick does something, it just makes our band better. So yeah, exactly. Showing up made the band better. We wrote the hit song. Awesome. That's right. Um, when but, it comes to doing, you know, basically. I saw you guys in a couple of shows very close together for the most part. So, you know, one time you all were playing on a bigger stage on more of an amphitheater type stage. And then the other time you were playing basically in a skate shop. Um, um, what, like, what types of shows do you really get, you know, excited about? Like what, what sort of excites you about playing live music? I'm usually more excited about like not where the show is. at. I don't care where the show is at. Like we could be playing like literally behind some fucking like dumpster, you know, <laughs> like <laughs> we could play anywhere. I don't care. But like who we're playing with is a lot more interesting to me. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. I agree with that. I think whenever we get to play with uh, like touring bands that we really like or like friends, like, that's the most exciting because it's like, oh man, like we get to see them and we get to play with them. So it's like a double. Yeah. Friends and music. All right. <laughs> you know, I was thinking back to uh, you all talking about how you kind of first met at like uh, a, um, you know, at a party where there's, um, I was almost saying garage band, but no, uh, Guitar Hero. And, you know, someone suggested that you play um, the boss tones. How does, how does guitar hero handle? This is way off any other topic, but it was in my head. How does guitar hero handle horns? How does they don't, they don't don't. No, I don't, I don't think, I think the guitar had like a somewhat like ska rhythm. You're definitely playing on, you're playing on the upbeat, (laughs) like the name, like the name, bro. Yeah. You're playing. Yeah. <laughs> Every Credits. time I say that, they're going to pay me. <laughs> yeah, you're definitely playing. You're playing the upstrokes. Right. Um, but you don't have to play up. You can play whatever you want as long as you hit the buttons correctly. Right. It's more technically like all drum hero because you're. it's about hitting the it on the beat rather than... Yeah, it's a rhythm game. Yeah. That's <laughs> a rhythm game. And, and the correct color. Basically, you have to hit the correct color on the, on the right rhythm. <laughs> so, yeah. But uh, yeah, can you imagine if they had horns for Guitar Hero though? Like, <laughs> honestly, okay, wait, actually, 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 I learned something from Rock Band Four um, when they added keyboards and they added Less Than Jake to it. Oh. And I was like, "There's no keyboards in this Less Than Jake song," and I was curious, so I put in the keyboard, and the keyboards play the horns ah. which is hilarious because i'm like it's either like i'm either gonna have to pretend this is like a melodica or something or these are just midi horns <laughs> yeah it's funny that's that's funny guitar hero and rock band are very interesting phenomenons for me but um, i miss it i miss it you do yeah just a little bit it was i kind of wish it was back yeah i yeah. miss it did it hey, re- if you guys want to travel to North Hollywood, I'll pull my set out. Let's we'll rock out. <laughs> I, th- I think I actually do have. Yeah, <laughs> I have DJ Hero back there. Let's bust that out. Oh, <laughs> yeah. I, I never went that far. I, I started 
having neighbors that started protesting me and my my wife playing rock band. Did you ever play the uh, the special song in that Dance Dance Revolution game where you actually have to skank? Uh no, that would be awesome. That would be awesome. Um, yeah, they have little bitch in DDR Extreme. No, that's it's super rad. You have to, <laughs> yeah, you have to actually skank to it if you play it on expert mode. It's the only way it works. <laughs> but you know yes. what's what's funny about so those basically you could I've discovered on those the on Dance Revolution you can win in quotes you know how are, you can get the points just if you move the controller in the right thing because you don't have to literally skank it doesn't know if you're skanking <laughs> there's unless the all know oh well, it's true. <laughs> in your heart deep Nick down. will know and he'll come and get you <laughs> uh, yeah i think the arcades actually have a call a clause where they have to ask you to leave if you don't skank <laughs> There's a little rude boy inside the speaker, and he opens it up and breaks your shins if you don't skank. <laughs> uh, imagine if there was a, a ska hero sort of version of rock of rock band. That'd be crazy. Now's the time to make it. Trombone yeah. hero, right? They're working on it, right? Put it on Kickstarter. Oh, yeah, there is a trombone game. I think it's on like iPhone or something. I played it, though, and it's not very fun. Like, ah, it, boo. Like, the fun of the game is how bad everybody is. <laughs> <laughs> that tracks. That tracks. <laughs> Uh, all right. Um, so what does the near future hold for uh, noise complaint? Hmm. Uh, let's see. What can we say? We're we, going to Arizona. Yes, that's what we could say. We're going to Arizona in March. We are playing the Mesa, Arizona date of the Bad Time Tour with We Are the Union, Catbite, and Kill Lincoln on March 16th. Awesome. awesome. Brent is so stoked we said that right now. <laughs> He's... I just got a Venmo from him, actually. <laughs> so you better promote. <laughs> That's what we're paying you for. <laughs> uh, awesome. So, okay. So now tell us. That's the thing that's already public. Now tell us the things you can't tell us. I'll turn the recording off. <laughs> oh, well, if you say so. <laughs> but uh, any um, any other future plans or things you hope to do? In the near future. <laughs> well, I mean, I think we're, we're like, we're hoping to get on the road soon. Yeah. You know, we actually like, I mean, outside of just going to Mesa and coming home, um, I think we, we would like to get out there and actually like play shows, you know, like play, play them like outside of our hometown, outside of like the, the normal spots, you know? Yeah. yeah. Maybe with another band that also wants to do something similar. Yeah. <laughs> so touring. Yay. I would be rad. I would I would like to see you come down around the LA area. That might happen. All right, cool. I'll keep an eye out. <laughs> wink, yeah, wink, I'll talk Brent. to our guy. We'll see. <laughs> rad. Is it isn't your guy Brent or you? <laughs> How, how'd you know? Our guy is the little rude boy in the DDR cabinet. <laughs> yeah. He, he's a little he doesn't have that much to do now that uh ddr has started to slow up so he's yeah the craze, the craze has kind of become really niche so he's looking for outside work <laughs> <laughs> the dance craze the dance craze uh, nah. funny all right could make dance craze revolution it's kind of a gold mine at least a silver mine <laughs> <laughs> all right um before we head out, of course, we do Ska Picks of the Week. Uh, RJ is dying of laughter, apparently. 
I was I, you, you guys got me. Can you guys come back every week? <laughs> <laughs> and just and just yeah, I feel like Nick is the type of person who just like waits. I want them to be the Statler and Waldorf of uh on the yes. Yuppies going forward. Yes, that's that's exactly just want us to roast you? <laughs> For the guests. No, yeah, the guests. <laughs> the guests. Do yeah, Listen, them. <laughs> if you want us to roast ska. <clears throat> Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, all right. So before we head out, we do have Scott picks of the week. Jordan, why don't you tell us what your Scott pick is and why you picked it? So I chose the song Sentient Beer by Escape from the Zoo. That is Jesse Sendejas from Days and Days' side project. Uh, this came off their last album that came out, I believe it was last year. But yeah. I saw them posting about how they have a music video coming out this week for this song. So that's why I picked it. Awesome. Here we go. It's time to remove a piece of this puzzle that I put together with music and drugs. The drug part specifically, I know that they don't ever fuck up what I want. Because I got a lot of goals as a rose to see. One of them is free to pick your poison. And the fun of them is out of them. They certainly shame me. But hope they didn't make me the person who I'm going to be. came from me and it wasn't the drugs but it truly is frightening deep down inside of me i'm not so sure that it was please tell me Right. Nick, why don't you tell us about your Scott pick? This is actually great that you let me go second because we get to come full circle with how we started talking about Dark Souls. <laughs> because <laughs> I picked Nightmare by the Upbucks specifically because it's about Bloodborne. Well, it's either about or inspired by. I forget. What what did they say? Was it about or inspired by? I think they said it was about. Maybe. I just know it has to do with Bloodborne, which is one of my favorite games if not my favorite so i i like the upfucks i like bloodborne all right let's check it out here's the upfucks with nightmare
right. That song's going to give me nightmares. <laughs> That's a dad joke for you. All right. Uh, my ska pick uh, is from a band called We Are The Union. And it's kind of how I have been feeling lately. Um, you know, just my brain hasn't been focused. So uh, I picked We Are The Union's Broken Brain. Rest in peace is my broken brain If it's all the same to you Then I'll come unglued Motionless on the lawn Staring off into pale blue Racing thoughts in the photo booth that song it's a good song. it's a, it's a good song uh, i believe it's uh a little bit about struggling with adhd which i have and it's uh, i so wouldn't know fun. anything about that yeah exactly <laughs> <laughs> uh, i i did something uh last week at the end of uh last week's 23 minutes of sky episode which i was very much in the thralls of my adhd and maybe too much caffeine and i thought it was great i thought it was fantastic uh, I listened to it last night, much more mellowed out. And I was like, that is too frantic and weird. <laughs> and <laughs> I apologize for everyone that listened to it. Uh, but but that's just when you get that hyper focus, like you do things and then you either step back later and say, that was fantastic. Look at what I created. Or you're like, what did I do? <laughs> <laughs> I think you have nothing to apologize. I thought it was a genius idea. It's- it's craziness it, it's it's uh you're wondering now as made famous by the specials but it trans goes through 23 different bands transitioning um almost line by line and it is i think it was more interesting as a thought experiment than the final product but matt matt liked it so all, all right, right cool. that was great <laughs> so uh go check out uh, that episode to find out uh, and hear what RJ is talking about. Yes. Uh, yeah. Go check uh, out. Uh, for my Scott pick, I picked uh, ME330s, uh, These Rocks Have Energy, off their, their final album for now. God, I hope they get back together and put out more music. It's called Ultra Panic. Uh, I love this song. I saw the band shortly after the release of this song, not quite the CD release party. Uh, it's always been a favorite of mine for a long, long time, and I just wanted to play it on the show tonight for everybody.
so yeah, I was. I thought it was. I guess I'm surprised by the fact that MU330 doesn't put out more albums. I that was I mean, their last one. Oh, so far, they, they they stopped playing regularly shortly after that. And that song, MU330, harder is more than any other MU330 song. <laughs> that record is so good. I love that record. Dude. I, yeah. Well, Nick, what were you going to say? Uh, I just thought it was funny you picked that song specifically because I am um, I am an Apple Music user. And Apple Music has like the worst shuffle. It tends to play like the same, like honestly, like 50 songs over and over again. And that song is one of my 50 <laughs> that cycle regularly. So I was like, oh, it feels like I'm getting right in the car right now. <laughs> uh yeah 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 no i i do love it though yeah so those last few me 330 records are probably some of my favorites like i i do have a, a soft spot for chumps on parade but pretty much after they solidified the the five lineup with jerry uh i think those those records just sing yeah all right uh noise complaint thank you for joining us this week we appreciate it thank you so much for having us this was a lot of fun yeah, thank you. Uh, if you'd like to hear more from Noise Complaint, uh, you can subscribe to our Patreon because we're going to record a bonus episode this week. So $4 a month gets you at least two bonus episodes a month, access to our private Facebook page, and 10% discount on merch. And, uh, of course, uh, if you're in Mesa, Arizona on March 16th, Thursday, March 16th, St. Patrick's Day Eve. Yes, so if you're out there in Mesa, Arizona on March 16th, make sure you go see uh, the Bad Time Records Tour uh, featuring uh, Noise Complaint and no one else. No, just kidding. Uh, Cap Eye Killing. (laughs) Just for us. Yeah, Yeah, just show up for them and then leave. Fuck those other bands. No, just kidding. They're all great. And, uh, <laughs> uh, so yeah, go see them. Uh, even if you're just drive out there, Southern California, just go, even though they're going to be playing the next day here. No, just that, go. That, that's sold out. That's sold out. If oh, you they... want to see the show, you got to drive to Mesa. That's true. Also, we're not on this. Anna, Anna show, oh, it's so true. Moment, oh. I, don't know. I know you should have been so I could see you. <laughs> Well, go we'll be there hanging. We'll be there hanging out, but we will not be on stage. All right, cool. High fives all around, boys. Woohoo! <laughs> all right, uh, thank you for hanging out with us, listeners. We appreciate you listening to this podcast uh, and just supporting us any way you can. You know, don't feel bad if you can't join the Patreon. We totally get it. Thank you for liking us. Make sure you hit that subscribe button. Follow us on social media and all that fun stuff. We appreciate it. And until next time, uh, keep listening to Scott and Todd, get back to work. <laughs> You've been listening to On the Upbeat. Be sure to hit that subscribe button so you get all the new episodes as soon as they're available. Be sure to follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok at On the Upbeat Ska. Follow our Spotify playlist, Ska Favorites. It features all the songs heard on the show. Please consider joining our Patreon. Visit patreon.com slash on the upbeat to sign up today. And thank you for supporting On the Upbeat.
all people named Todd who listen to this show are going to think you're yelling at them, RJ. <laughs> uh, I'm only yelling at one of them. 